0: Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is the Taryn Lamp Show. Hello everyone, it is Taryn, how are you doing? It is Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time and we are going live with Just Like You on IG Live. This is episode six, I can't believe it. Thank you all again for all your support. Just Like You on IG Live, episode six. So again, I hope you all are doing well. Hope you've had a great start to the week. Uh, again lots going on in our communities and in our world and in our nation so I just want to thank everyone for joining in and viewing today and just sharing some positivity we have a great guest today so she'll be logging on here in a second and I just want to again just just thank everybody and acknowledge that we do have a lot going on in our world today we have a lot going on in our nation today and this is just a, a platform that I wanted to do to share with, with everyone and connect the positivity together. I think we all have amazing stories. And with that said, we all have amazing ways that we can connect each other. We all have amazing stories that, that should be heard. And we all have amazing stories that need to be heard. And so I think this is just a positive way for, for, for us to connect and for us to share those stories. So I just really appreciate everyone joining in and sharing their positivity. If you know someone who has an amazing story, you probably have one yourself, or you would like to be a guest as well, please make sure you DM me and I am Taryn Lamp, that's my handle here on Instagram, and I'd love to have you and I'd love to learn more about your story and I love for for others to learn about your story, so please make sure that if you have a story that you would like to share or if you know someone who does have a story that they'd like to share, that you send them my way i'm we're um we're we're doing just amazing with as far as just like I said connecting people, and we do this every tuesday, and even if it would be just me, it would be just me sharing my story so we do this every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, just, just sharing, sh- sharing stories. And as most of you may know, for for me while we we're waiting on a guest here, I'm a heart disease survivor, and I'm a cancer survivor as well. And one of the things that I wanted to do is, I'm learning, is that when I started to share my story and connect with a, either other survivors or just other people, other men and women in general who just have those stories to tell is it was kind of like a almost like a a therapy for me to share my story and it was almost just like i said i guess the best way to describe it is is therapeutic so it was something that i really enjoyed sharing my story and i also realized that that was my purpose so that's what really was really cool about it I got a chance to kind of really get in my purpose I've known my purpose for a long time but I really got a chance to continue to share my story and continue to share my purpose through sharing my story so that is something that I, I thought about for a long time and I had the idea a long time ago that I was going to create a magazine And it was going to be called Just Like You, Everyday People, Amazing Stories. Here's Crystal here. I'll have her in. And then as time progressed, now we're into social media. So here we are. Let me see if I can get Crystal in here. Let me see here. This is the, uh, yeah. I should be able to get her to join here. And uh, so let's see if she comes up. So that's my story. A uh, little bit about my story. I can continue to share it, but we are here now. So this is this girl, you guys, we are gonna need more than a half an hour for her because she's freaking amazing. Um, she is my friend, but she is also my heart sister. And so as I was telling you guys, I'm a heart disease survivor and cancer survivor, and Crystal is an amazing young woman that I've met years ago, and she actually helped me on the book. For those of you who have the book, One Here One Fun Ways to uh, Be Heart Healthy, Crystal's actually in this book. But her story of just being a young woman with heart disease is amazing. I love her as my heart sister. If I could come through the phone and give her a hug, I would. So Crystal, can you hear me OK? Yeah, okay. I can hear you good. I just want to thank you so much. And I'm giving you a big heart hug. Uh, yeah, yeah. As my heart sister, I just really appreciate all you do for, for our community of heart sisters and heart warriors. So I really appreciate that. I don't want to give too much into it, but I do just appreciate all you do. You, you guys, She's going to tell you your, her story and tell you what she does, and you guys are going to be like, whoa. So let's get started, Crystal. So we, we just have a half an hour here today. So the first 10 minutes, I'd just like to talk about your story. I'd just like for you. Hello, everybody. everybody. A lot of people are joining. I'd just like for you to spend that first 10 minutes or so just giving people a synopsis of your story, giving people a summary of your story and tell, telling them what what all you've been through. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: So hi, everybody. My name is Crystal Flores. Um, basically, um, I was born with heart disease, which is known as congenital heart disease. And this type of uh Um, Heart disease is pretty much a birth defect. So congenital stands for uh, present at birth. And that's why it's called congenital heart disease. And this um, causes abnormalities in the heart structure. So in my personal case, uh, this affected the right side of my heart. And the right side of my heart uh, did not develop. So I only have one ventricle. The right ventricle in my heart did not develop. I only have the left ventricle, so my uh, disease is known as hypoplastic right heart syndrome. And you, as I explained, it's because the right side of my heart is on—it's not—it's not there; it's non-existent. Now, the right ventricle is the one that's uh, responsible for pumping blood to the lungs. And since I didn't have that, um, I needed to have a series of open heart surgeries to reconstruct the circulation in my heart. So, you know, there could be a way that my heart would, uh, uh, was able to pump blood to my lungs. And, you know, um, some people are not familiar with these uh, surgeries, but some people that might watch this are, might be uh, familiar. And they're called, um, I had the B-T-shunt, the shunt and then the Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Now, the, those are just pretty much, uh, they stitch um, um, tubes in your main arteries of the heart and connected to the pulmonary artery, and that's how the blood is, you know, diverted towards the lungs, and that way I was able to, you know, get the blood that I needed to my lungs and I was able to survive. Now, when I was uh, born in '87 you know there were very low chances of uh babies with heart mm-hmm. disease uh to survive and I had a very uh a lot of complications uh during my surgeries one of them I had to had the uh had to do twice one at age four and one at age 10 just because you know medical research wasn't advanced when I was four years old mm-hmm. and when finally at 14 it was you know way more advanced and surgeries was way more advanced and you know they were able to <clears throat> uh do what they needed to get my heart functioning uh uh to a state where you know I was able to 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 be able to live. Mm-hmm. But you know, even though I had all these complications, um I, I'm I'm still here now I'm age thirty three and you know I yeah I've had a lot of complications and There's a lot of uncertainty, you know, in my journey where, you know, the doctor told my mom, well, you know, since this surgery failed, uh, I don't think that Crystal will live uh, past age five because I had that surgery at age four. So, you know, my mom, my mom didn't give up, you know, she remained hopeful Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was, um, I walked out of the hospital pretty much like nothing happened to me after that surgery. and. I lived till age 10 until I started having complications again, Mm -hmm. and that's when I had another open heart surgery, and, you know, so the doctors, they're not always right, you know, as long as you remain hopeful and you have the will to live, nothing is impossible. That's just the state of mind that I've always had my entire life, and it's just how my mom raised me. My mom raised me to never give up. Mm -hmm. I just lost her in October. But you know, everything that she taught me when she was alive, you know, it's come in handy, Mm -hmm. uh, navigating through my life. And now that she's not here, it's something new that I've been navigating myself. But you know, everything I learned from her are tools that are are going to keep Mm -hmm. helping me to fight this uh, battle with uh, heart disease on my own now.
0: So, so you're, you know, what? Because, um, like I said, I've known you for for a while now, and what, you know, we know that, you know, your mom is your inner strength. We kind of talked about our moms being our advocates and our inner strength. Our part um, moms, yes. Yeah. And, but what, what is, what do you think? Just, you know, being, you, you were like me. You know, we're we're young. We we had this at such a young age. So, what do you think have been some of your sources of strength? to get through this, because we're going to get into a, sec- into a second that, you know, you've found strength to help yourself, but you've also found strength to help others. So what is that strength for you? What gives you that strength?
1: Well, you know, I'm not going to lie in sugar or cold that, you know, having heart diseases, it's all, it's all beautiful, and, and I'm with this big smile right here. It's, it's not always like that, you know, I have my bad mm-hmm. days, and it's very challenging to live with heart disease, especially when you're born with it. Because honestly, I have no idea of how it feels to be healthy. I I have no clue, but you know, as a child, as a teenager, I did have a a hard time accepting uh, my illness. I, I had a hard time. I had a lot of emotions, mainly negative, and I became very depressed. I isolated myself from everyone, even my mom, it, it just everyone because I felt like nobody un- understood what I was going through. I couldn't really relate to anybody. But as I got older, you know, my mom, she really helped me in the way to see what was happening to me in a different perspective. She she would tell me, Nona, that in life that, you know, like life is like a jungle and only the strong will survive. Those were her exact words. So mm-hmm. she's like, it doesn't matter who you are, if you're sick or you're not sick, you're only going to survive if you're strong. So even healthy people, if they're not strong, they're not going to survive. So she put it, she gave me just this basic analogy. They made it so simple for me um, to, to not just give up, to, to not give up no matter what, right.
0: no matter what's happening to me, that I still have to fight and not give up no matter what I'm facing. So that sounds like cuz one of the questions one of our next questions is what three lessons have you learned so not giving up sounds like it's one of your lessons are there two others that you have that you've learned from your journey so not we got yes. not giving up
1: not giving up and also so you know when when she when you when she seems uh help me see it this way mm-hmm. is when I decided to you know become a volunteer at the American Heart Association and I said well okay well now that I see it this it really empowered me Mm -hmm. and I said wow yeah it it does take a strong person to have to go through all of that and still be here standing today Mm -hmm. alive and be able to tell your story so why not share my story of courage my mom says "Destiny, you're courageous you're Mm -hmm. strong like you motivate me to keep going Mm -hmm. everything that I see you go through that gives me a lot of courage myself to face what I face in my own life so I said okay so I'm gonna use this courage this strength to empower others Mm -hmm. that are struggling also. And when I started volunteering for the American Heart Association is when really my, um, the advocacy work that I'm doing now, which is, you know, pretty much I come on Instagram and I share not only my story, but other people's testimonies to empower people like us. Right. Just like, I love the name of your show, just like you, because it's, Thank you people like us, people like you people that, are, that that are going through similar things that no matter what you're going through yeah. you can't give up so empowerment that's my second lesson
0: okay well thank you I mean I, you definitely did encourage, that courage I guess would be my third yeah encourage encourage empowerment and that's that strength and motivation so so now crystal, we both know that there could be some people on here and we definitely know people who are in our same positions that were born with CHD, or maybe somebody who's actually going to be diagnosed with some type of heart disease, you know, at some point. So, what three lessons would you give them if they're kind of still in the struggle phase or, you know, going through those days where we feel like we're good and some days we feel like we're not so good? What three lessons would you share with someone else that, you know, for them?
1: Well, the first I would say is to not feel bad or guilty that you have bad days to not you know that's a good one you know as as people as humans Mm and in in our nature we want to accomplish things we want to get things done Mm -hmm. but with our people like us that are ill we struggle daily and sometimes we can't really get anything done some days are bad days you know so i would just say that to not feel guilty and to it's to that it's okay to not be okay Mm -hmm. to just have those bad days rest get through them because not not every tomorrow's a
0: a better day it's going to be a better day it's okay to not be okay and i think that's a a very good lesson to share with somebody because sometimes we just we just want every day to be hard on ourselves because i used to be like that we just want every day to be
1: ourselves a break the the best we can i mean our bodies are going through so much already we're we're fighting to stay alive like why not just Lay in bed for one day, watch movies, eat every anything, any just treat yourself, pamper your nails, pamper yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah, I think that's a good one. So, I want to take uh, the next probably 10 minutes or so, and I want the next one is what is you know, what is the future hold, but and, and also incorporate in that what you're about to tell us of what you're doing now because I think this is like you know, what you're doing for our community is amazing. So, if you could share that, and if you could share you know, what the future holds
1: for you and and for your organization. Well, you mean the future for like my, my, my battle with CHD or my future with what I'm doing, my, my advocacy Both, both. Oh, okay. Well, um, my doctors now I, I, you know, when I was age 23, I transitioned from pediatric, uh, CHD doctors, adult CHD doctors, and now they say that, you know, my heart's stable, good. that everything is, uh, I'm doing good, you know, I'm one of their Fontan patients that is doing the best, and that for me, that's good, that means that I don't need a heart transplant right now, but eventually, you know, as a single ventricle patient, Mm -hmm. the Fontan is really the last surgery that they have as a treatment for us. After that, you know, those surgeries, they wear out. They don't last forever. And there might be a foreseeable heart transplant in the future for me. But I still remain hopeful. You know, they told me I was going to need a heart transplant at age 25. I'm 33, and I still haven't had that transplant day, supposedly. Yes. So, you know, I I leave it all all, all up to God, you know. Whatever God lets me do, I'm more than happy to take it. Mm Right. Yeah. <laughs> and for my advocacy work, so pretty much, you know, I started my advocacy work with the American Heart Association, and you know, I'm an award-winning spokesperson. They gave me an award in 2014 for spokesperson of the year, and with that, I was able to build this platform on mm-hmm. on Instagram, which it's called CHD Hearts, and ever since then, it, since then, I've worked uh, with the uh, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles where I go to visit the heart families there that are recovering from open heart surgeries. And, you know, you know, I sit there, I encourage them. And then after that, now I just pretty much advocate online. I just like working with different journalists and different CHD websites, mm-hmm. and just having a lot of publications. You know letting them use my voice uh, to advocate for chd uh online and because right now everyone's at home so right everyone's everything online so why not advocate for chd online where everybody's reading right now right and oh go ahead
0: you're about to say from now go ahead.
1: yeah and the last thing i'm doing is you know, i saw heart pillows were pretty yeah. much they're yeah. compression pillows i hand saw them myself they're heart-shaped and they're compression pillows so, you know, after open heart surgery, it's very painful. <clears throat> your chest hurts, you know, to move and cough and sneeze. So these compression pillows are, you know, you hug them and they're supposed to support your sternum if you cough or sneeze to reduce the pain. You know, I used them myself when I had my open heart surgery and they really help a lot. And that's where that idea came from. And now I donate them to my local hospital, ho- hospital? hospitals around the U.S. and mm-hmm. Canada. And I'm planning to do international soon. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, make this a, a type of way where I can just encourage um, CHD warriors and CHD families worldwide, pretty much.
0: Right. I, and, and I think you are. I think, I think that you are. Tell us about maybe, maybe, you know, some of those experiences where you've gotten the chance to meet, you know, with other, with other heart warriors and, just, you know, the impact that maybe that's had on you as well. Because I know you meet with, you know, the heart warriors, but you also meet with their families and you share your stories with their parents and help them kind of understand and navigate through that. So maybe tell us about an experience with meeting with one of your, one of our, should I say, heart warriors.
1: Sure. Sure. Well, when I was working with uh, Children's Hospital Los Angeles as, as their heart ambassador, I would personally go into their, the, not the ICU, but the recovery rooms where, you know, you're able to go in there and sit with them. And, you know, I would introduce myself and tell them that I, I'm getting emotional because, you know, when I would step in that hospital, it would bring me back on my own personal battle that I went through in that hospital. I was also a patient there myself. So it's a very emotional, to be honest, to, to, to be there with those families and seeing the so their child on the bed because I not only feel what they're going through, but I can, I, I can see myself in the child on the bed mm-hmm. fighting for their life because I've been through what they're going through. Uh-oh. Personally, on a personal level. So, you know, when I introduce myself to them and I let them know, hey, you know, I'm, I went through this. Look, I showed them my scar. I had many surgeries like your child. You know, a lot of them are scared. A lot of them are new to this. They, they don't know what to expect. They don't know what's going to happen if their children are going to live or mm-hmm. not live. It's very hard for them to even accept that the the child's going through this, you know, and that they can't do anything to make it better. But that's where I come in, right. and I tell them look it's okay if they're if if the, if this is happening to them that's mm-hmm. fine it's not a bad thing just just look at me, look, look at my scar, and just I want everything that they went through, if not even it, exactly the same thing I've been on life support, I've had a cardiac arrest, I've been through all that I've been through all the complications, but I'm still here. You just have to remain hopeful that's that's really mm-hmm. that's my really my um uh, <clears throat> my my message you know giving hope one heart one heart at a, at a time you know because that's really what I'm doing I'm I'm there just yeah. giving them hope stay hopeful remain hopeful because the doctors is not a one all and all they're right. they're not you know so just
0: anything is possible just I, I think you know you're helping. You're helping yeah. again, just I, if you will bring them into the community. You know, it's so good that you're sharing, you know, your story and you're sharing stories of other skate warriors. Because sometimes, and, and I, don't, I don't know if you felt like this, times we get in those ways where we feel like we're the only one. You know, exactly.
1: Yeah, and you, I also like to add that you know, after I talk to the parents, you know, I, I take the mm-hmm. pillow to to the I take a pillow for the for the child and I go sit right next to the to to my little heart I call him my little heart brother or my little mm-hmm. my heart brother my heart sister I go sit next to them and f- what I do is first I say hi you know I, I say I'm crystal you know I'm your heart sister like because they they understand that you know so and then I go like this I'm like you see you see this I I I I went exactly what you're what you're going through on, on this bed right here and the doctors everything you're seeing I I saw that and I went through that and mm-hmm. they just look at me like observing me so you know for me when I was a child if I would have had somebody that would have come to talk to me and told me mm-hmm. and show me their scar and said hey I you're not the only one look I went through this I have the uh-huh. same scar as you I would have it would have had a positive impact on my right. life because, you know, I grew up thinking that I was the only one. I met a, another person with heart disease until I was 26 years old. That That's recent. I'm only 33.
0: That's mm-hmm. only like
1: eight years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was very isolating for me growing up because I didn't know anybody right. with heart disease. No one could relate to me, and I could relate to no one. And so I when I... I I you know when you I talk to them, it's like I get to. support too. Excuse, go ahead. When I talk to them, I get support too. Yeah, yeah. I think at the
0: same time, I get closure, closure that I never had. Right. It gives you confidence. It gives you compassion. It gives you you know, both going both ways. Right. It's going back and forth. You're giving some confidence. And you're also. I was saying at the beginning of the the show here that it's almost like when i share my screen now it's therapeutic for me you know before i was the same way i was isolating i didn't want people to know uh both yeah i'm glad
1: you said that because on my advocacy page chd hearts i really encourage the chd community to do that to share their stories because i really believe that by sharing your Mm -hmm. story you you it helps you heal it really does, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because it's helped me heal. <laughs> it's helped me heal so much, you know, and and, and it's changed my life in and in in my quality of life. I don't get depressed like I used to. I used to suffer from depression really bad, and I've overcome that by sharing my story, by being able to relate to other people and, you know, <clears throat> sitting, being able to sit with them and share share with them it's the same struggles and lift each other up it's helped me and helped me get out
0: of that depression honestly well, you have definitely been an inspiration to me you've been an inspiration to the heart families that you touch i know you're going to continue like you said internationally and i just you know i mm-hmm. i'm you know, we talk, We started to applaud you and love you as a heart sister. And mm-hmm. I, you know, one day we're going to give each other a big hug one day, and um, yeah, we can meet in person and, and bring bring this full circle. What is we have? Let's see. We have about four more minutes, I guess, for one final final comment to our viewers. Who, like I said, we could have people on here that have CHD, that don't have CHD that are curious about it. With one final comment, you would leave our
1: viewers that if you are not aware about CHD, that I would really uh, recommend to to educate yourself about CHD because you know b- being CHD aware can save well. If CHD awareness saves lives. You know, M- my mom didn't know about CHD when I was born, before even after. It took three months for my mom to find out that I had a CHD. And if she, if it wasn't because she noticed that my I was having a hard time breathing mm-hmm. and I was getting blue, she took me to the doctor because of that. If it wasn't because of that, I would have died. But because she took me and was able to, you know, get that diagnosis of me, um, she was able to save my life. She became CHD aware. Mm-hmm. And so I had to just just to that it, CHD can happen to anyone it doesn't matter and being CHD aware saves lives to just
0: be CHD aware want the, so we we kind of got a question here um, that is what's the difference between my CHD and your CHD so basically you've kind of explained yours as, as missing a, le- a right ventricle correct that would be your and for me I was born with both my you know, right ventricle and left ventricle, but I had a hole in the area of my heart that takes my heart to go boom, boom. So it wasn't working between so, the chambers, right? So it wasn't connecting. So the the question, it was I had a different type of CHD because I had a, a hole in between that didn't allow my heart to beat. Whereas Crystal has, he has no right ventricle, so that didn't I have work. a single ventricle, right? So, so I guess that's a good point, you know everybody that has CHD we can have a lot of things right we all don't have the same of CHD that we're born with we can have a lot of different variations of mine and yours as you, you know you and I both know we've came across people who have different things your heart is such an amazing muscle but it at the same time can, it really is it can go so many ways right and so many ways wrong I guess <laughs> you know or not? I shouldn't say wrong. We don't have wrong
1: hearts. We I problems. mean, I really believe that. Yeah, you know, having heart disease does weaken the heart, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's strength Is it's you can strengthen your heart at the same time mm-hmm. by you know just like with your books, how you encourage people to be active and do exercise mm-hmm. because it's a muscle, and that's what personal trainers do, bodybuilders. They tear down their muscles. Yeah. They work out their muscles to tear them down so they could build bigger fast uh, afterwards they and the muscles the same the heart is the same it's a muscle mm-hmm. it'll come back stronger even though it'll it's teared down so many times right yeah we we
0: <laughs> uh we're, we're gonna keep fighting what we are at our time but so we're definitely gonna bring you back um we are definitely gonna bring you back for another round of this and okay I sure you always much love I yes, our sister. love you to death I I love Love you too. And thank you so much. I will be in contact with you soon. So, okay. Love you. Take care. Stay safe.
1: Be well. Uh